Hey everyone, welcome back to Brass Bonanza, a Whalers podcast designed to keep the memory of your favorite hockey team alive. On this episode, I'm very happy to say that we're joined by Peter Good. Peter is an internationally recognized graphic designer and illustrator who is well known in Connecticut for his powerful images that he's created for countless corporations, small businesses, museums, and art organizations. The reason we wanted to talk with him today, he was the man who created the iconic logo for the Hartford Whalers. Peter, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, it's such a, pr- a pleasure, Chris. Thank you. I, I-, I wanted to kind of go back and revisit your first meeting with Howard Baldwin and the Whalers. Now, I- initially, and I remember you saying this, you didn't consider yourself a big hockey fan, but you were aware of the Whalers in that moment. What was that meeting like? Well, uh, it was um, it, it was really a, a new world for me. I know, not knowing anything, I'm going into a meeting with uh, uh, the owners of this uh, sports franchise and not being really aware of uh, uh, the, the whole uh, uh, profession in a sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it, but they, they were very cordial. And it was a very informal atmosphere, really informal, just friendly. And, and I showed them uh, the very first meeting. I just showed them some things that I had done, nothing to do with sports, mm-hmm. but but identity and, and graphic design. And uh, and they had no uh, no prerequisites, really. Uh, there was no design brief, no uh and no list of requirements and so forth. They said, look, we, we're, new, we're, we're, we're new to Hartford and we need a logo. That was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very unusual. I mean, it, from today, today's protocol. But uh, so I, I, uh, at that point, I, I went back. I, I, didn't, I, I met Jack Kelly, Bill Barnes, who was mm-hmm. the, the marketing director, and, and Howard Baldwin. And um, uh, the thing was going back um, uh, for a couple of weeks and then just coming back to them with some ideas. That, that, that was the very first meeting. Uh, but then um, the, the, the most important meeting was the second one when uh, I had, uh, this was like maybe two weeks later, something like that, uh, where I explored all the, some, not all, but, but a lot of possibilities uh, and to show them, not, not, not finished logos, but ways of thinking about the identity mm-hmm. and i presented nine ideas from a series of uh, just a plethora of of sketches and ideas anything put put down i extracted from that uh, uh, body of work to present nine sort of semi-finished uh ideas mm-hmm. uh, that they could react to uh, that's when howard howard immediately gravitated to the one that with the h in it and but it had a trident and uh harpoons and he said uh i like that and in fact he said i like that let's go with that you know mm-hmm. and i said wait a minute wait a minute you know that uh, now that i know that that uh is, is an appealing thing the idea of the age for harford uh let me uh, let me have a little bit more time and and, and let, let me let me work on some some uh, refinements and or, or other connected ideas to that what was your opinion of the logo that they had, which was a, a rather simple, it was a circle with New England whalers around it with a right. W and a harpoon going through right. the W. Right. Well, I, I, I felt it was, it was, uh, uh, kind of, kind of hokey folksy, uh, anachronistic in, in, in many ways. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it certainly was not contemporary mm-hmm. and, 
I, I felt that we could do something so much more uh, graphically powerful mm-hmm. and appropriate for, for, for hockey, you know, that, uh, and I don't think they had a problem giving that up, mm-hmm. uh, moving to Hartford. They were ready for something, uh, a refreshment of, of their image. Take me inside the thought process when you are coming up with that logo. The, the, uh, the negative H was there uh, in the original one that Howard Baldwin liked, mm-hmm. but it was a trident, uh, which is like a three-pronged harpoon. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the, the negative H uh, was, uh, was where I started from actually, but I, but I wanted to replace the trident and I was looking for some element that uh, w- was more compatible with the, with their, their mascot. And, and, and also at that time there, there, there was awareness of, of uh, diminishing the, uh, uh, the whale harvesting, uh, mm-hmm. particularly in the West. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the, Japan was the last holdout, I believe, but uh, uh, so I, I went back to the whale and, and, and was searching to see if there's something in that form that that I could use, which is difficult because the whales are, I mean, their 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 majesty is in their mass, mm-hmm. uh, but but in terms of their the articulation of their form, it's it's rather amorphous, you know. And uh, but the, I, I started thinking about the tail, and all of a sudden, you know, the symmetry of the tail. And the and the letter form W uh, uh, can can that work together? Mm-hmm. You know, and to get back to your your initial question, it was not there. Well, there, there was an element of Eureka, and mm-hmm. and when I came to the tail, but but the refinement of it was part of design process. In other words, basically trial and error. Because if you look at the original uh, sketches of uh, the the moment w- when I introduced the whale's tail in my sketches, you could see that there were some really awkward uh, uh, connections be- mm-hmm. be- between that, you know. And until I realized that if I if I change the shape of the of the outside uh, vertical elements of the W letter form to mimic the the the, the curve of the whale's tail. It created a a, a a flow in the mm-hmm. negative space, which was positive. I mean, because uh, you know, it, it suggests speed and grace, all things that would be good for for uh, ath- athletics in general. You know, so once I did that, then then it was a, a, a it, it was a, a series of refinements. You know, constantly uh, the balance between the the mass of the tail versus the the letter form, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of hitting the figure ground relationship between the the negative H, and then the the the, the positive elements, the two positive elements, uh, so that it it could flip back and forth with a change of perception. You know, it's it's like the old philosophical duck rabbit thing. You know, uh, but. Um, so, so, uh, and then, uh, and then, just uh, modeling that and, and and refining it to a point where I, I felt it was, you know, it was really uh, perfectly balanced and, and and perceptible. You you should let let people know too that you can see if you go to I believe it's Cummings Good dot com, mm-hmm. your website, you can see the evolution of the logo. 
yes. from where you know the the initial trident one that that you talked about to the logo that it eventually became so it was a it, it sounds like it was a multi-step process for oh, you yes. to be able oh, to yes. refine it to be able to get to where you wanted to be yes absolutely you know it's like a lot of other design uh, 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 methods and processes one of the things that that struck me and and i believe struck you as well throughout this process is that these days when you create a logo, it would have been a far different story. It would have been road tested with focus groups, tinkered with, adjusted, and the, it would have been a whole lengthy process. That didn't happen here, did it? Oh, yeah. No, no, it didn't. Uh, it, miraculously, because if it had ever gone through the obstacle course of, <laughs> of focus groups, uh, market research and so forth, I, I think it would have, uh, it, it could have been, uh, uh, it could have killed the idea because mm -hmm. the uh, most focus groups, uh, there's an element that affects the way people react. And that is um, familiar, uh, seeing something familiar. Something the, the 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 preference is something familiar as opposed to something that's original. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's a turnoff. I haven't seen that before, so therefore I don't like it. You know. So there's a, and there's also a temporal aspect of that. In other words, I always say uh, when when I present something like this, you know, don't make a decision immediately. Just live with it for for a day or two, a week. Uh, keep on looking at it because. Um, the second time you look at it, it's slightly more familiar mm -hmm. and you become comfortable with it from a pure objective point of view, as opposed to um, this visceral rejection, you know, of uh, no, that doesn't look like anything I've seen before, <laughs> which, which kills a lot of original ideas, you know. When did you know that you had something where, where you, when did you know that look this thing is really catching on with people people seem to really enjoy this first of all you know howard and the rest of the whalers front office enjoys it but but when did you know was, was there a moment that you saw that yeah you know what i think this one's gonna work well i i i think that it came in in stages when when uh jen and i were asked to design some designer products uh, right after i did the the logo they started selling and people started, uh, I started seeing the logo uh, everywhere and uh, on, on all kinds of different things. I mean, not just the, the, the stuff that we did, but other, other things. In fact, other things probably more because we did a very sophisticated application uh, in terms of design. And um, most uh, sports fans like them big and brassy, you know, so, mm -hmm. so uh, but, but we started seeing it all over. And uh, so it, I felt that it was something that um, uh, got through that initial stage of acceptance. And, um, and that felt, that felt really good. I, of course we, you know, we thought it would just last forever, you know, uh, but, uh, but it, it, it really does. There's all kinds of different factors. The most surprising thing was after the weather's left and, 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 and to still see the logo mm -hmm. go on and on and on uh, after that, that was really very, very um, unusual, very, very unorthodox 
that was the most surprising thing you know why do you think it still endures like it does because you, you know I, I i cannot walk into a sporting goods store in, in the the greater new you know greater boston area and, and not see it somewhere yeah. i i wear a whaler's t-shirt i'll wear I'll, a, a sweatshirt a cap whatever the case may be yeah. and there's an instantaneous reaction to the logo there's a it yeah. brings a big smile to everyone's face yeah, I, I I know. Uh I um we, we, we do some products ourselves now and whenever I wear the hat, uh I, I you know, people stop me and, and I in fact I had to I had to design a card uh just to explain the logo to people that, that say, Oh, I know that that's the Harvard Whalers logo, just the, the, the fact that uh, uh you know I designed it and so forth. But uh, I, you know, there's several reasons. Certainly, the the, the design itself, the symmetrical design, the shield-like design, is is uh, has a a memorable quality about it, innate in it. But there's also the love of uh, a, a team that had a sad experience being uh, being extracted from Hartford the way it did with with a loyal following. Uh, so th- that uh, there's a nostalgic uh, aspect to it. It's like, it's like, you know, people wearing uh, uh, Brooklyn Dodgers <laughs> equipment. Exactly. You know, uh, there's a sentiment about, uh, about the experience that they had having this, this rare period of time when Hartford had a major league team and, and the following, and, and uh, along with the song, the Brass Bonanza. And, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, there's, there's so many different uh, reasons to to relate to that, you know, uh, in, in, in a lot of positive feelings about about that time, uh, the way it brought people together, uh, you know, their team. What do you think of what Carolina has done over the last couple of years, where they've instituted these Whalers nights and they they'll wear the jersey, they'll sell merchandise with the logo on it. It seems to be a very divisive thing amongst Whalers fans these days because, from my perspective, I can understand why people would think it would be a naked cash grab where it's just people are trying to cash in on that as you bring up the sense of nostalgia, the sense of that logo that still seems to resonate with people. Where do you stand on that? I I, I imagine it's two sides of the coin. You're happy to see that your logo endures, but at the same time, it's at the expense of the team not being there anymore. Yeah, I, I think uh, there's an element of uh, exploitation that that I find uh, I find offensive. Really, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm happy that people like the logo, of course, but but uh, but there's a there's a there's an element of of uh, of betrayal, you know, to, to uh, in, in a in an insult to the to the to the you know the the group of loyal friends that mm-hmm. uh, supported the Whalers in Hartford and still love them you know so I, I so I'm ambivalent but 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 I but I, uh, I I I think it belonged even if it died it belonged in Hartford you mm-hmm. know that that's where that's where it started and and it, it just seems it, it doesn't I mean the Hurricanes uh, there, there's there, there's actually no connection. Uh, uh, that that justifies it, other than other than a monetary one, you mm-hmm. know, other than a, a than a, 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 a you know a consumer uh, advantage, you know. It, it's it's interesting. Now the flip side is, and I've talked to people about this as well, is that it reminds them of the Washington Senators, 
because the in the Washington Center, oh. and this is this is a long way to go for this connection, but but it's it's interesting when when someone described this to me because they were able to say, look, the Washington Senators went out of business a long, long time ago, but the Twins and the Rangers had kind of Washington Senators kind of throwback nights, and it kept the team and the franchise and the city and the logo in the public consciousness. Do you think, and look, it's a long, you know, it's, 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 it's one conversation to have in a whole series of conversations, but I, I think that there is some value in people still wearing the logo, even if it's Carolina looking to make an, again, a naked cash grab mm -hmm. because it keeps the whalers in the conversation when you're talking about the national hockey league. Well, that, uh, that's an interesting, um, uh, interesting point of view. And I, and I, I, I could, I could, I could see that. That's why it's amb ambivalent, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so what do you do? You take the best parts of both, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like I said, it's a long way to go, but it's, it, yeah. it was one thing that was mentioned to me by someone who said, Hey, you know, it might be a good thing that people are continuing to wear the Whalers logo, even if Caroline is doing it. I, I, I want you to, and this is something that we've discussed before. And I know remains a, a big question. This logo makes a lot of money for the National Hockey League oh, yes. right now. It, it makes yes. a ton of dough for the NHL. I yeah. have to believe that on an annual basis, it is one of their best-selling logos of any team, not just the active teams right now, but of any team, past or present, in the National Hockey League. Walk right. me through who owns the rights to the logo and how all that is kind of shaken out. What's it been like dealing with the National Hockey League? Well, uh, the, the, I understand that it's um, uh, it's between the National Hockey League and uh, the North Carolina Hurricanes. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, they have joint joint ownership of that. It's 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 a it's a kind of a, a painful experience for, for us in that we we made that uh, two attempts. Jan could could fill you in on, on, on some of this because she uh, she filed the, the copyright request that we had and um, we, and we're still pursuing this by the way the 1979 copyright law says that the originator owns it for 79 years plus lifetime something like that but there's two elements here that complicate it there's mm -hmm. there's the um, uh, the trademark and there's the copyright. The trademark is includes the the Harford the the, the words the Harford Whalers. Uh, the copyright that we requested was just for the logo, and and it was rejected um, uh, the first time because of uh, lack of um, lack of proof of authorship. So we refiled with with tons of evidence of authorship i mean invoices and you know just the second time it was rejected because it said it was a lack of originality <laughs> in that there were two generic forms there was the whale's tail and there was a letter form w now it missed the whole idea that it was the synthesis yeah of those two forms creating a third form you know that 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 was missing in their perception of originality. You know, so we're we're going to at attempt to do this again. Now we've seen the, the the copyright logo on 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 lots of materials. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, in sports shops and airports and things like that. And I don't understand 
uh, uh, Adidas or Nike or, or whoever's producing it, how that how that comes about. I think I think a lot of people just put put the copyright on without having any kind of evidence of, of, of protection, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it would seem to be a, an easy move on the part of the National Hockey League or the Carolina Hurricanes to reach out to you and say, hey, let's let's come to some sort of agreement. You know, you created, you, you, you had a, a major hand in creating this iconic logo that we continue to benefit from. Let's work together here on this and, well, and let's well, then- find some common ground moving forward. This is a great idea, uh, Chris, and we thought about this because we we have uh, what we call the signature series, and 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 it's just uh, it's, it's a few things. It's, uh, we we do hats and a couple of uh, uh, t-shirts, uh, basically, and I, I do the prints, of course. But but I was I, I was saying this would be a great collaboration mm-hmm. for the for the NHL to to employ us with you know, with some compensation. I'd like to just to chime in. Yeah, yeah. actually, here, let, let me introduce you here. This is this is Jane Cummings Good, uh, Peter's wife, who is, is his partner. Yes, I, I was the one who, you know, uh, made all the applications to the copyright office. It was when we had our big office. It was when we were really busy. We got mm-hmm. turned down twice. And then we kind of let it drop. And that was quite a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we we have more time to focus on this. And then we see that there is so much interest. And in over the years, I have done other research about copyright for other projects we've done. We, first of all, it is totally illegal to put a copyright seal on, on anything, especially like this logo, mm-hmm. if, it, if you don't own the copyright. And the only reason an artist needs to put it on is if they want to protest or sue someone else for using it. The complication is the difference between trademark and copyright. And uh, anyway, we we did actually solicit a lawyer quite a few years ago to help with this. I gave him all the information, all the background, and gave him a big chunk of money. And within days, he said, oh, the NHL has too many lawyers. You know, they're not going to listen to it. That was it. So I've decided, okay, now that we have time, I will do this myself. And it's Mm -hmm. much easier now to apply to the Copyright Office. Used to be you had to mail all the information. Now it's all electronic. So our idea now is to secure that copyright and then see how the NHL reacts Mm -hmm. with our publishing, our copyright on the logo. Because right now... They're happy as clams. They're making lots of money. Why should yeah. they even talk to us? Yeah. And also, I, my understanding is there are a lot of little guys out there who are selling all kinds of stuff. Oh, it's on everything you with the imagine, logo. You know? and, and part of that also, and let me just jump in here. Part of that, sure. I imagine, is also just the nature of the business. You're going to get some knockoff things. Oh, sure. Produced right. by oh, yeah. whoever. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. and you guys, and I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but I, I think you guys understand that. And but it, yeah. oh, this, sure. this, this is a bigger argument here, basically. Sure, right, sure. Right. The, the the other the other aspect of this, uh, Chris, is that is that the, the logo now is uh, is free beyond its association with the mm-hmm. whalers and, and 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 even athletics. 
different. So I think there's an opportunity and we, we would welcome to work on, on, on this kind of uh, uh, openness or, or expansion uh, of, of taking the logo now and doing products that have actually nothing to do with sports. In mm. other words, you know, I mean, you know, uh, apparel, uh, 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 things because because the, the the consciousness of that logo has has is is now in the open open world of images, you know. So so there, there, there's there's other applications that that can be sought uh, sought up that that re- would require uh, a really sophisticated design, and uh, we would we would welcome that kind of uh, uh, of a collaboration. You guys sell unique Whalers merchandise on your site, which we mentioned before. I know people can get a print of the evolution of the Whalers logo. Tell me about what else is available. Uh, well, we have uh, uh, embroidered hats. We, we, we decided to do just the, the simple logo, not, not collar. In other words, the, mm-hmm. it would be like the away jerseys, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, and uh, so they're, they're, they're just neutral, neutral uh, uh, embroidery. On, on hats, we have two versions, black and, and, a, and, a, and a tan, again, very subdued. We did a kind of a, a, an, a, an amusing one, which is um, uh, the logo in, in, a, in, a, in a sketch form that, that says property of, of Peter Good. Just has a, <laughs> just has a little uh, a jab about ownership, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we did another one uh, with a rough logo and my signature on it. Uh, we call it, we we call the the whole uh, effort uh, signature series you know done by the the originator of the of the logo uh, so that's that's what we're doing right now but we have ideas for other things too but you know we're we're small <laughs> what's what's the name of the website so people I I, I want to make sure I get it's Cummings Good dot com yes correct yes. okay it it's it's remarkable that and, and first of all let me say this. I was a Whalers fan as a kid growing up. I had the logo over every single book cover. I drew it all over all over my desk <laughs> at school. I drew I had a t-shirt and I drew the logo on a t-shirt because I wanted to be Mark Howe. This is something that we talk about the fact that it's an iconic logo. I think it resonates particularly with that group of People like myself who grew up with the Whalers, who remained attached to the team, even after they left to Carolina. What is it like being a part of a franchise connected in kind of a very unique, very distinct way? Well, uh, it's it's satisfying, you know, being being a designer, we've done so many so many identities and and we've seen them. People say, well, you see your logo all over the place, whether it be the. uh, and, you know, the Whalers, the, the, the uh, University of Connecticut or, or uh, whatever companies and, and, and institutions and so forth. Uh, so we're, we're, it, it, it is a thrill to see the, the success of it and to see it over and over again. It's funny, you know, whenever we design something that's successful, it's like, okay, what are we doing next? You know, so we, we, sometimes we don't have time to sit back and, and, and appraise the, 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 the full effect of what, we, what we've done. But it's, it, it is incredibly satisfying to be involved with it and, and to, to be part of that history. It, it really is something else because when, when you think of 
the team, you think of that logo. And, and you know, you think of the players as well. You think of Ron Francis and Mike Leute and Kevin Deneen oh, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and all of them. And it, it's, it's a great tradition of hockey. But there are only so many teams where anyone in, I, I, would, I would put it to you in any of the four major sports right now, the Whalers remain one of the most identifiable logos that still exists. Again, past or present. We're not sitting here talking about the logo of the, the Houston Arrows or the California Golden Seals or right. you know the, the Minnesota Wild. It's the Hartford Whalers. It's yeah. a logo that hasn't been you know used by a team on a regular basis in 25 yeah. years, but yeah. it still resonates. It still yeah. hits people right in that nostalgic sweet spot yeah. that they just love and they can't seem to get enough of it. I know it's it's a it's a it's a pretty extraordinary um, uh, of, uh, thing. I, 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 I've I've been interviewed a zillion times, Chris. You know, and and there 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 are students that did uh, you know their final project on the design of the Whalers logo. Uh, someone was doing a doctorate on uh, on it, and and and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, so there, it's something that endures, like you 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 mentioned, and and it's it's, it's gratifying. Uh, obviously to to have created it and I, I i do enjoy it i don't want it to be uh too self-congratulatory but but it it, it does feel uh like it was a a very successful enterprise peter and jan thank you so much for taking the time to to do this today tell people where they can see your work both online and in person well, thank you. Thank you for asking again. Um, we have a CNG Art and Design Facebook. And as you mentioned, thank you so much. It's, mm-hmm. Our website is comings-good.com. And we, we did sell our wonderful building downtown three years ago, but we do receive people here. We have people come that you know, want a whaler's hat or, or, you know, a shirt or something else that we have produced. So we're, we're have open arms when people want to come and meet us here too. Where, where is there, where is, where is here for you guys? We're, we're in a house that um, we bought, oh my gosh, uh, 50 years ago. (laughs) And we've added onto it over the years. And when we did sell our 5,000 square foot building, we were able to make our big house uh, function really well as a Mm -hmm. studio and office. And it's right. It's two minutes from downtown Chester. Great. This has been fantastic. This has been an an absolute kick. And I want to down the road, not too far down the road. I want to circle back around with you guys to get an update on your legal proceedings, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. involving the National Hockey League and the Carolina Hurricanes, because this is one of those stories that I think really deserves to be told. The couple that created this absolutely iconic sports logo the rights are kind of floating around out there in the ether and you guys, honestly, and I wouldn't even say this, I'm not just saying this as a Whalers fan, but as a sports fan, you guys deserve to be compensated more than you are, at least at this point in the process. So my best of luck to you guys. And again, I, I, like I said, I want to kind of circle back around on this and hope we get a happy ending here on this sooner rather than later. Oh, anytime at all, Chris, thank you so much. Thank you so much. much. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure has been all mine. Peter and Jan, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And again, hopefully we can hook it up again down the road very, very soon. Thank you, Chris. Okay.